the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Thank you, Jesus. I am so glad it's the weekend. Woo! It's Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a week. Oh, my gosh. Have we been through it? And thank you guys for going through it with me. We are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Should that go down? Switch on over to the stream, The Answer San Diego. I know many of you have started just turning the sound down on the Facebook Live and then listening so you can watch while listening on the stream, however way you're listening to us. If you're in your car on your way home, hopefully, I don't know if it started raining yet, please drive home safely. Uh, The number, if you want to call in a little bit later in the show, is 888-344-1170. We'll take calls in the next segment. Bob Walters will be here at the bottom half of the show. I might, I probably should have had him on for the whole hour tonight, because let me tell you, y'all think it's, y'all think it was crazy before with the schools? Wait till you hear what's going on now. And I'm finally glad that after one of the good things, maybe, that's come out of the installation that happened is so many more people are starting to talk like Megan Barth did last night. Dr. Gorka did earlier in the week saying, you know what? You got to get active local. You got to go to school board meetings. You got to be be running for school board. Many more people are starting to talk about getting active at the local level. And so now more than ever, stay tuned for Bob Walters segment on education. A little bit later, we've got here of the week and stink of the week. Um, I think I might know who my partner's idea of hero of the week is. He might surprise me. I don't know. Um, I surprised him tonight. I did because let me tell y'all, you got about 50 minutes left. If you want to, I'm, I'm, this is going to be my new thing this year. We're going to start the show every day with something positive. Okay. Before then I got to tell y'all what's been going on with Joe Biden the last couple of days. I got mine. I got my mega millions. I did. I never buy lottery tickets. Not until it's like literally no chance for me to ever win, but it makes it fun. And I brought it in for my man tonight. And I said, this is, this is for us, baby. This may, let's, let's at least for tonight or wherever the drawing is, we can have fun and we can fantasize and we can forget about what Biden is doing to the country. So I'm here to share this tonight. Like I also share the broadcast every night with my man, DJ Potato Skins. There's tremendous spirit in our DJ Potato Skins. Tremendous spirit. Get ready for the expanded Andrea K network once this is cashed in. That's right. We we're gonna be looking at a cool nine. It's looking like a billion right now. It's like nine hundred and ninety million. Pretty close million, to a billion. Yeah. Close to a billion which leaves about we'll 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 use about a million on the broadcast and keep the rest for us. 
I like that. I like that. You like that? You like that split of the money? That's, a, also, that's also a lot of donuts. I just want to point that out. Yes, it is. And I won't have to always rely on my little cheap ones that I got in my little eight yeah, pack. You can buy your own donut factory. <laughs> exactly. All right. We've had our fun. Now we got to get real. It's been a heck of a first couple of days. And it, it's been so quick with these executive orders of which, let me tell you, Biden, he, he, he clearly doesn't have a clue of what he's signing, okay? Um, they may just be pushing the executive orders under his nose and he just moves the pen. Well, for first thing, they're putting a mirror under his nose to see if there's breath, to see if there's actually life. <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, okay, bring the cameras in with the pen. And we got about 15 seconds before he falls over. Go. Okay, that's kind of what's happening. Um, but first, day one, we lost anywhere between 40,000 and 100,000 jobs as he shut down construction on the border wall and the Keystone Pipeline, as well as, I'm old enough to remember back in October, Kamala Harris tweeting, and I have to have a copy of the tweet, tweeting out, Joe, listen to me carefully, or however that are. Uh, let me be clear. She's so arrogant, I can't stand her. She's worse than Michelle Obama. Let me be clear. Joe Biden will Joe Biden will not ban fracking. So what did Joe Biden do yesterday? He banned fracking. Yeah, 100,000 jobs. Um, so now we're on track to pay uh, $6 a gallon of gas, about $400 a month for your electric bill if you're in a one-bedroom apartment. Say goodbye to energy independence. Oh, yeah. Say goodbye to energy independence. And if you care anything about the planet and about the ocean waters, um, then it's on you when we see you know hundreds of thousands of gallons being spilled uh, into the oceans. Um, we're recapping right now. Then he signed an executive order that any male perv who decides to self-identify as a girl can now follow your daughter into a restaurant room um and then you know any dude who wants to you know put on a running bra can now in in uh, school can now compete against your daughter in track and field or whatever finally uh, getting yeah. an answer to all the questions he refused to answer mm-hmm. during the debates yeah um something that's not of a surprise um to many is that and one of the things that president trump and vice president pence have been pointing out in recent days is this is the first administration in many, many years that did not take us into war. Do you know what happened today? Yeah. No, I don't, but I'm afraid to ask. You might as well tell me. Well, we announced last night that we knew that they were going to do an increase of troops. Right. I, I right. remember that. Yep. There was a uh, regiment, I don't know the military terms, uh, that rolled. There, were, there was a troop rollout into Syria today. Into Syria. Think about that for a moment. Of course, you know that Mad Dog Mattis and, you know, all the the military industrial complex that, you know, was foaming at the mouth to do a regime change of a man who many people had said was falsely accused of the gas tax, the chemical attacks on the citizens that was used as the excuse to justify regime change. And I had no way of verifying whether or not it was true or not. I kind of stayed away from the story because I saw the images. They were ghastly. Many people said it wasn't true, that it was being used as an excuse because Bashar al-Assad, as much of a creep as he was, was not unlike Muammar Gaddafi, um, you know, even Saddam Hussein and others who, while they might have been strong men who are absolutely horrendous, you know, evil dictators to their people, at least they had one thing that they did that was beneficial to the United States of America. And our foreign policy must always be to the benefit of the United States of America. One of the things that these men did for us was they actually protected 
they were secular, secularists, and they actually kept the Islamic terrorists at bay, which is one reason why Barack Obama's foreign policy was exactly what Dinesh D'Souza predicted in his movie 2016. It was meant to militarily neuter America and allow for the rise of Islamic terrorism across the world. And guess where we're back in right now? To, to push for regime change. Somebody tweeted out today that, you know what, the, the cold floor of the parking garage might look pretty good to some of these troops right now. We, you know, we reported to you last night about the National Guard. You know, it's funny that they were always pointing towards Trump, Andrea, being the warmonger. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he got us into zero wars. No, in fact, he, in fact, he was, he, he should have gotten a Nobel Peace Prize many times over. Oh, very over. handily. Remember when he went and he negotiated with Saudi Arabia and others to help uh, remove ISIS? This, you know, the, I don't have time to get into the Abraham, Abraham Accords, the peace deal that he struck with Israel. And he was over in North Korea. Yeah. And and that we we were told that we were going to be at, at war with North Korea immediately once he took office because you know um, NOCO had been launching all their missiles and and threatening and all that. President Trump was never the warmonger, and it's one of the reasons why the Republican Party hates him because if you haven't figured out by now, there is no daylight between the parties. And I realized that back when I I mentioned it briefly last night when I was working on a documentary exploring the concept of the the, the Iraq War and whether or not. I I never believed for a second, make note that Andrea was right again, going back. Your track record is astounding. It is. Thank you. Was that it was never about WMD. It was always about George W. Bush being just like the Democrats, refusing to see the enemy for what they were, thinking that if we, uh, you know, sent our most, you know, heroic Americans over into that den of terrorism and risk their lives, tie one hand behind their back. Mad Dog Mattis's rules of engagement in Afghanistan. No wonder he was left over from the Biden administration. He 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 catered to you know Islamists. He didn't want Soleimani taken out. So bottom line is, you know, Trump was the, one of the reasons why the Republican Party hated him was because he was anti-war. He not anti-war. It was it was about let's. If we're going to go to war, let's do it in a way that's actually war. That means that we've got an identified enemy. We, we've we got an objective. We understand why we're taking our military there. And we've got a clear objective. And we know what a win is. And a win is not defined by how many kids get candy from our soldiers walking around having to sidestep IEDs. That's not a win for us. Trump was, always put peace first. Uh, yes. And he, under, he understood peace through strength. They've got to believe that you've got a military that's strong enough and he revitalized the military. They've got you. The, the enemy has to believe that your military is strong enough to do it and that you're willing to pull the trigger on it and not get us into something endless to where we have no idea who the enemy is in Syria. There was a time in which if it made sense to do regime change before McCain went over there sucking up to the Islamists, there was a time in which we we could have maybe done something that made sense. But thanks to Barack Obama with his red line in the sand and this and that, it got to where in Obama uh, arming the bad guys uh, through the, um, the Libyan situation and Benghazi and all that, which was nothing but a fact Fast and furious gun running scheme. Uh, it got to the point. We don't know who are there. We just got to stay out of it. It's so mucked up. So many bad guys. We got ISIS out and there's no reason for us to go back. And now we're headed there all over again. Absolutely. Um, you know what? There's also quite a bit of news related to coronavirus. I think what I'm going to do is take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into... 
some, you know, as I'm reading this list of news in terms of what's going on with coronavirus, I'm getting so angry and upset. And I started I started the show in, in, in a really good good way. But let me tell you, this list that you're about to hear of updates on the coronavirus is going to make you realize something so incredibly disturbing about how far the le- how far the left is willing to go for power at the expense of human lives. That's all I'm going to say. Come on back. More Andrea K. Show on its way. And 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in on tonight's Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Let me tell you, this is some serious stench. DJ Potato Skins, I know you were busy today and, and didn't have an opportunity to get the latest on all of this, which is probably good. Um, you sitting down in the booth over there? I am. Okay, so um, I think I'm going to start with um, with the worst of the batch of news related to the coronavirus. Um The Lancet, a, quote, leading medical journal, has just issued a retraction of their endorsement for a study that concluded the antiviral drug hydroxychloroquine was ineffective against the COVID-19 virus. This retraction appears to validate the claims of President Trump made about the medication being a frontline drug in the battle of the pandemic. The Lancet, and I quote, we deeply apologize to you, the editors and the journal readership for any embarrassment or inconvenience that this may have caused. The publishers of The Lancet said, are you going to apologize to the hundreds of thousands of people whose lives might have been saved had they been given hydroxychloroquine? Can you believe this? That's unbelievable. This was this and. The, the, and the frontline doctors, America's frontline doctors, they 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 were so outraged at the way hydroxychloroquine was being was being um, dismissed, even though there was a doctor in New York who said who called in the, at the Trump administration and he was on a Mark Levin show and he was on everybody's show said I've cured 3000 patients with it. he was the one who came up with it. The hydroxychloroquine with the Z pack and the zinc. He said, we don't have to have these many people dying in New York City. I've got the protocols for it. He was he was literally unpersoned and canceled. You never hear from him again. America's frontline doctors, Dr. Simone Gold, they were and with many doctors from around the country, all went to D.C., stood on the steps of the Capitol, said hydroxychloroquine. And you know what? Everybody around the country knew it. That's why we had governors like the governor of Nevada and all these other uh, elected officials who were stockpiling it for themselves and for their family and keeping Americans from taking something that would have saved their lives. Vaccine wasn't needed. No, the vaccine wasn't needed, nor were all these ventilators needed because they were saying not only will this work, but you've got but they you've got to give it to people in the early stages of it. So they didn't give it to people. They allowed people, the people that could. There's many people that not only could have lived, that died from it, but how many people could have been spared? How many people could have been just home for three or four days and got well instead of fighting for their lives, ending up with a two hundred thousand dollar hospital bill? What are your thoughts, Because, they, because they've been on a ventilator. It's because Trump supported it. Well, of course it was because Trump supported yeah, it. Totally this, politicized. This is how much they hate hated Trump and how much they wanted power. Every bit of this was about trying to stop him from getting elected. That they have literally killed Americans. 
And that's not hyperbolic. It's truth. The Simone Gold and the Frontline America's doctors, their website was taken down. They were deplatformed. She was fired from her job at UCLA. I think it was UCLA Medical Center in L.A. I've seen her on other, on other media outlets. They've all been vilified, destroyed, and it was true. And you know what? We knew it was true. This is, and this is, but this isn't all. This isn't all. Um, when now we've got the World Health Organization that's admitted, as we've talked about here, that all these positive case numbers, which was the excuse to continue to destroy lives, which has killed Americans for nine months, all these positive case numbers, it went from flattening the curve to case count, right? And then we revealed, and the World Health Organization, after the election, just admitted that the overcycling of where they're, think of it, think of the overcycling as a magnifying glass, to where they're having to cycle and churn it and magnify it so many times in order to, to find a positive test result, they're having to magnify to, to, to find the tiniest little particle, which means there's no viral load. If, if the, the positive case count is, is so high because they're going around and churning to the point where they find somebody who's perfectly healthy, who maybe had it at some point and has a tiny amount. And so we shut down the country for that. Now the World Health Organization says we need to have at least two positive tests in order to confirm somebody has it. Because you know what? The initial test that says you've got it probably is because you don't really have much of a load of it. In other words, you're not contagious. You don't have it. And this has been lies. We're killing Americans. It's why suddenly, suddenly, uh, what, what's her name is? Christy Nome, I think it was. No, not Christy Nome. Uh, Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer has decided now suddenly her state uh, is open for business. Suddenly restaurants in D.C. are open. Restaurants in Baltimore are open. Hey, Gavin Newsom, take a hint. Well, he's still not going to here. Oh, I know he's not. But we've got, fortunately, we've got restaurants all over San Diego County. There was one in PB I drove by the other I'm day. I'm seeing more and more. Yeah, that had French laundry up on. <laughs> um, but... Uh, it, it's absolutely grotesque that to think that that and both parties and let me tell you the Republican Party did not back up Trump when it came to hydroxychloroquine they were just as committed to being done with him they haven't spoken up a bit they didn't defend him and they never will and they never will they're not speaking out tonight I don't see Mitch McConnell at the microphone saying you America was duped by Fauci and you know what why did Mike Pence keep Fauci he should have fired him. Mike Pence was put on the head of the task force. The fact that these shutdowns continued, the fact that hydroxychloroquine was shelved while governors, pharmac- pharmacies were going around not allowing doctors to prescribe it. There were pharmacists that were threatened to be fired if they prescribed it, if a doctor prescribed it, if, if they filled the prescription that a doctor prescribed. We've been killing Americans. And I'm not hearing any Republicans speak up about it. Uh, not related to coronavirus, but another executive order by Biden in the last two days uh, is that he, um, let me see if I've got it right. He, he reversed an executive order that Trump administration did back in May that required community health um, clinics that were receiving community health centers that were receiving federal funds that they pass on their insulin and epinephrine discount savings to patients. Yeah. So and what's your reasoning for that, Joe? For, yeah, for some reason, you know, the 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 Biden administration has decided you're, that that you don't deserve discounts, that you, you deserve to be jacked on the cost of insulin and epinephrine. 
given the fact that his, according to Rasmussen, his approval numbers on his first day of office is in the toilet compared to President Trump's. Oh, and he better watch it. The, I was texting you this morning. The Texas attorney general says, you know what? Watch yourself because I might be signing up to impeach you as well. You know, there is absolutely no way that you can convince me that this man won, won the election. There's some movement in Arizona. I think I have to look at it over the weekend, but I saw a headline that the Arizona state legislator said, we're not done. We, they finally got an approval uh, to look at all the subpoenaed information, and they're going to continue. We cannot, as Trump supporters, allow the election uh, fraud that took place be swept under the rug by the Republican Party. The impeachment's been pushed. Uh, Mitch McConnell's spokesperson is very proud today. That they push the date of the impeachment of a no longer President Trump, which is unconstitutional, that they push the trial to February 8th. Um, and Mitch McConnell's spokesperson said this is a victory for due process because this will give Trump an opportunity to amass an, uh, some attorneys and put so on a nice defense. of you, Mitch. How nice of you to give him extra time to defend himself in an unconstitutional trial. He's not in office. He's not in office. There's no due process here. There was no due process when he was illegally, without any opportunity to defend himself, charged with a crime by the House of Representatives two weeks ago, and, and which, which was voted on and supported by Liz Cheney. There was no due process there. And let me tell you, this isn't even about Trump. This is about the Democrats and the Republicans being on board with the idea that they can now retroactively impeach any former office holder that they can. You think it's going to stop with Trump? Hey, the founding fathers better watch out. Yeah. And I predicted this back when Nikki Haley was doing her thing in South Carolina. I said, it's not going to stop here. Oh, she was just hailed by the rhinos. Oh, look at what she did when she when she took down that Confederate flag. And then we couldn't watch Dukes of Hazard. Not that I ever did, but that was taken off the TV. Um, you know, every small decision creates momentum. We're here today because the Democrats... Spend all day, every day making small decisions that build up towards where we're at right now, the destruction of this country. And the Republican Party has made small decisions along the way every time they ignored movement by the left, every time they catered to it, validated it with the stupidity that Dylan Wolf, that that terrorist attack on a church was because of a piece of fabric. Then we had the statues getting torn down. And I said, it ain't going to stop at Robert E. Lee and Lee Circle in New Orleans. This is to to pierce, get all the way to the founders so that they can trample the Constitution. Until they don't exist. until Until the Constitution doesn't exist. And here we are. Our Constitution doesn't exist anymore. This is a flat-out constitutional crisis. And the, the head of the Republican Party in the Senate is bragging that this is good news. And that's why you and I talk about a third party, because yeah. honestly, it's the best thing to do. It's, it's the best thing to do. If it takes 20 years, I'm done. It may take 20 years. Otherwise, we're going to do what? To start a new party. We're going to be 20 years from now, like we were after Ross Perot, going, you know what? Or, or me in 2007, me saying, you know what? Look at what George W. Bush has done. He got he campaigned like a conservative. He governed like a liberal. We held our nose and reelected a lot of these same people that are still in office today because we got to have a majority. We got to have a majority because the Republican considers it a win to count how many people have an R after their name. Conservatives consider it a win when there's actual policy that stops the Marxist movement against us, stops the tyranny against us, and advances conservatism. And we are there. We are at we are in Marksville and I see and there's no point in me voting for anybody that's going to continue us down this path. And the idea that we can, you know, um, do it by 
just, you know, removing the rhinos. Nobody can give me a plan since that hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. And when you look at this Republican Party with what's going on in the last, just in the last few days of what the Biden administration is doing, they aren't speaking out about it. They're not talking about this hydroxychloroquine that could have saved American lives. It's outrageous. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to switch gears. We've got uh, Bob Walters will be here for his Friday segment. And then we've got Hero of the Week and Sneak of the Week. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Speaking of donuts, did you know why they were, did you hear potato skins, why the, the National Guard were relegated to a parking garage? No, I know they were, but I don't know why. I, I just found out today. One of them, they were in line for Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. This is what reminded me. I heard, my, I heard about my donut. They were in line for Dunkin' Donuts. One of them didn't have a mask on. Uh huh. The mask holes decided that our National Guard had to sleep in a parking garage with one bathroom and one, one outlet because one didn't have a mask on. That's the kind of disrespect going on That's with our military. That's huge disrespect. It's Come ridiculous. On. Speaking of respect, should we share our Mega Millions if we win with Bob? I think we should share. I mean, Should Bob we cut does Bob a public in? service every week. He right does. Now. You know what, Bob Walters? We got us a Mega Million ticket tonight. The the it, wow. I don't know if you bought if you bought one, but but Tater Skins and I we're going to cut you in. It's it's supposedly going <laughs> to have have a it's worth it's up to a billion dollars. So we wow. we might have some pennies to throw your way since you since you do such a great job here every Friday I'd night. Be more than pennies, I hear he's got a deep list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You do have a deep list for tonight, Bob Walters. If you're new to the show is our education contributor and he's been dedicating his life as a successful businessman in his spare time uh, to uh, try to turn around what the the indoctrination going on in our schools and it's just getting worse every day but fortunately more people are getting to see that and understand it and are prepared to get involved with bob so welcome back to the show my friend thank you good to be here what you got well I've got, of course, some. I got a couple of good news things, and a lot of college crazies, and some other stuff. But right. maybe what we'll start with is this action by Biden, his first day in office, by eliminating the 1776 Commission. That was a commission that Trump set up in order to resurrect accurate historical history of the United States and what went into the founding and the and the writing of the Constitution. What what was the dynamics and how did it come to pass? Because it's been basically eliminated heavily removed a few years ago by this woman is a black lives matter leader marxist uh, who wrote a, a section called 1619 and which has been circulated to millions of kids and it says the founders were slave owners they were rotten the whole thing was about the domination they had no good sense to them the constitution was just written on a, on a fly and that none of it had any meaning and bearing. And that's how little the kids are learning today about history. So Trump was countering it with this 1776, which he formed about six months ago. They were just getting ready to give their massive report for accurate historical review to all of the schools in the United States. And Biden killed it. 
Wow. And, and let me tell you, this this 1619, this Black Lives Matter uh, curriculum, and, and, and it's kind of morphed. I, my, I, I think you reported a while back that this it started with 1619 and then the Black Lives Matter after the summer uh, added their own curriculum to it. And, yeah. it and, it's, and it's actually being taught here in La Mesa. So this, if you're listening to me in San Diego, this is not something that, you know, is just happening in Iowa somewhere. This is in your own backyard. Your children are being indoctrinated to hate America. They're being indoctrinated to hate themselves because they're white. And um, they're now going to be denied by the Biden administration to be taught accurate American history. And this is this is abominable. It is. But I do have a couple of points of good news. Okay. Since most schools have removed any mention of God and his role in our history, Mike Huckabee, former governor of Arkansas, created a book called The Kid's Guide to Our One God Under Nation. He's giving these away along with a video on the subject for anybody who writes into his webpage, which is freegodbundle-thekidsguide.com. It's uh, in the recap I sent you, and perhaps you can post it on your your sheet. People can't write it down that quick. Okay. Another point of good news is um, there's another free book that's been designed called Back to School for Parents. This is a free book that you can get from the Family Policy Alliance, which explores parental rights and how to fight back against the radical agenda in your schools and districts. Ooh, and it's excellent. Free. And it's yeah, free. So that's, yeah. So it's two good things that uh, I would hope the listeners might reach in to get some copies, at least to circulate them to everybody they know. Absolutely. It'll cost anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Down now lay it on crazies. me. Lay it on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's kind of sad. Uh, New York University professor Christina Beltman Beltran claims that if blacks and Latinos supported Trump or Republicans, it just shows the impact of multiracial whiteness, as they call it. Wait, what's I don't know what multiracial whiteness is. It means if your your whiteness uh, nature is in you, even though you're black or you're brown or you're, you're yellow. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's part of the Marxist critical theory, and some form of racism made them vote the way they did. Whatever happens to Martin Luther King's effort to consider people on their character rather than their race, it's kind of a shame since it's his anniversary. But this is this reminds me. I got in a fight where I was up at CNN, and well, I didn't get in a fight. This woman came at me. Uh, this blonde-haired woman, I don't remember her name. She takes. She used to be on O'Reilly Factor. She claims she's the one that that took him out. I, Carolyn, somebody or other. She said hmm. that I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton because I'm sexist, and I'm like, how can I be sexist? I'm a woman. <laughs> well, you don't realize you're sexist. It's your intersection. So that's now what they're doing to black people. They're saying, if you're black and you voted for Trump, it's because you're a white racist inside. How does a, right. how does a white, <laughs> black person become a white racist? Well, it's like Biden saying, you know, if, you, if you're black and you voted for Trump, you're not, you're not really black. And uh, it's just very it's, distortion of how they describe people in life. And, well, it's, you know, it, it, every, every, every. It, it's always yeah. expanding. I mean, they start out with the youth, youth. It sounds so simple in the beginning, back the identity politics did, you know, back when they started dividing us up. It started right. with the race card. And then it was, you know, if you against immigration, you know, policy or whatever, you hate brown people. And it's just it's just gotten worse and worse and worse to where the, the, the identity politics and their use of it for power has to continue to expand. And now it's expanding where they're attacking 
minorities, they're playing the race card on minorities now for power. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> like, I know. It just, where does it end? I don't, I don't see the end yet. I don't see the end yet. They're going to continue to slice it up. What else you got? The Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. recently showed a teacher video that claimed that the nuclear family, science, capitalism, Judeo-Christian tradition, individualism, and rational linear thinking, even being polite, are aspects of oppressive whiteness. It only played for about a week, and then it got so many complaints it took it off. But that tells you the tendency that exists even in our Smithsonian Institute. Wow. There is not one aspect or area of our life where they have not, you know, I'm sitting here with a couple boxes of cereal in front of me, and I tell you, I'm tempted to get up and read these things closely to see if they have not put put some kind of Marxist crap on the backs, backs of these cereal boxes. I know. I mean, if it's they're going to do that this, at the Smithsonian, that's supposed to be just historical, like a museum, like artifacts. It's not yeah. supposed to be an indoctrination center. So now nuclear family, science, capitalism, Christian life, uh, individualism, and even politeness is oppressive whiteness. Well, think about it. it. But they've got to somehow justify why it's okay. It's like Jay Tapper said during these Black Lives Matter protests. He was like, who says protests have to be peaceful? You know, they want to justify their violence. They want to justify, you know, the destruction of the black family, which is how they really increase that, you know, as, as black people were moving up in the, in the country and, um, you know, and advancing as we wanted them to. They were targeted specifically with Margaret Sanger and other policies for destruction. Right. By by going at them and telling them that you know destroying the nuclear family, it's just it's despicable. You got University of Pittsburgh researchers obtained the bodies of aborted babies from a local hospital and grafted the babies' scalps <gasps> onto rodents to do immunization experiments. It's like you're kidding me. Oh. How can that be? How can that be legal? How can it be possible? Oh my gosh! I know that's barbaric. It is desperately. I thought it was University. supposed to be. Let me let me Go point ahead. out. Let, think about that for a moment. You women out there yeah. saying, "My body, my choice." Is that scalp your? <laughs> is your scalp? Was your scalp put on a put on a rodent for for testing? No. This is, you no, know, how can they? How, have they even got the bodies of aborted babies disgusting. from a hospital? That's that's it's really disgusting. Terrible. Anyway, University of Chicago will consider funding the creation of a department of critical race studies. This theory holds that legal institutions in America are all inherently racist. So I don't know what's not racist. Is it, is it math? Is it history? Is it politeness? <laughs> and yeah. thing, the legal, legal institutions are racist. Uh. I, I, it's got to end at some point because, they, you know, I mean, you know, what's next? You know, I, I don't know what wouldn't be they, if everything's racist. Then eventually they're at the point. Well, yeah. Yeah, Well, eventually at the point they have to stop when 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 there's nothing left but their own institution. Yeah. Right. I mean, because at at some point the only thing left is the Democrat Party. Then we have a, a man who's described as a distinguished professor at Penn State University claims that young Americans for freedom bear some responsibility for the Capitol riot on January 6th. And he will not allow them to open a branch at that college. So <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And then you got Michigan State professor says telling anybody you can't understand their accent is linguistic racism. So there's another oh type my of racism. Gosh. <laughs> Where does it end? Linguistic racism. 
But yeah, okay. So you know what the four the the four years that you Democrats were mocking Melania because of her because of her accent. accent. You're yeah. all, you're. Thank you for declaring. You said I just. You know what I had just said it. The, the only thing that's going to be left is the Democrats. Are they going to eat their own now and have to accuse themselves of being racist? Well, yeah, because just by what you just said now proves that even the Democrats are racist because by their own definition they've been racist towards Melania with their linguistic racism is that how you, I got to write that down their linguistic racism linguistic racism so now it's anytime anybody if I anytime I have a cocktail and my southern accent comes out and anybody says anything about it I'm going to I'm going to accuse them of linguistic racism yes <laughs> <laughs> Then you got Bedina, Bedina Love, a professor at San Diego State down oh, in your na- no. neighborhood, who is instructing new teachers, insists that whiteness reproduces poverty, failing schools, high unemployment, school closing, and trauma for people of color. You know what? I think that might be Carrot Sticks' old teacher. Is she from, really? is she, <laughs> is, 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 what is this, uh, San Marcos? Yeah. Uh-huh. <gasps> Carrot Sticks took her class. Years oh, wow. ago, and it was about ma- it was about male whiteness or something. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Toxic Toxic male whiteness. Toxic male whiteness. He t- he took her class. He's lucky he got out with a pass. He I think he ended up having to take a pass fail. Well, wow, wow, just uh, unbelievable what's going on. A couple final things in uh-huh. Seattle. A recent training session for teachers. The director said that lowly Caucasians told them that they possess lizard brains, which makes them afraid to talk about sensitive issues such as race, racism, classism, and sexism. The teachers were told that their main job was to abolish whiteness in their life and in their schools. Wow. Let's, that, I'm glad we ended on that because that's a solemn way because, you know, so we can laugh at some of this stuff because it is it's ridiculous. It's, you it know, is, the it linguistic racism. But to yep. think about that it is now literally a war on white people in this country in a variety of different standpoints and and we cannot be afraid to say that bob we have to be honest about that because we're not going to be able to defeat uh the scourge of of marxism uh that that is amongst us using identity politics and targeting white people for power we're not going to be able to defeat it if we don't if we don't honestly declare it for what it is Absolutely, because otherwise it's going to stain us for life and, it, and it injure will. our kids. It will, and we've got to get active. We've got to be going <sighs> to school boards. Thank you for coming here and making everybody aware. In fact, I think we, we need to maybe uh, email and invite that Dr. Drina Love or whatever her name is from San Marcos on and uh, see if she'll yeah. come on and face face some scrutiny and and uh, or maybe contact the president of, of the school. So I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna, to – Skins and I are going to think about how we're going to – She's a little tiger. She yeah. did good. Yes. Yep. Well, you have a good weekend, my friend. Thank you for being you here. Too. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Skins, you got an update on something going on with President Trump and what he says his future is? Yeah, I mean, it's not much, but it's just good to know that he's he's still thinking about obviously doing something further than just the presidency. He was approached uh, today, it says, um, by the Washington Examiner, and he said that we're going to do something, but just not yet. We all knew that, but it's good to have him reaffirm that. Okay, good. 
Yeah, um, I think that he's uh, toying. I guarantee you that he's in the process of thinking whether or not he wants to put his energies with a, the Patriot Party or whether or not he wants to put his energies behind primary primarying uh, the rhinos. And, 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 and I'm glad that he's going to take his time to ponder it. He, he deserves to be able to take the time. He's Absolutely. dealing with a lot, you know, and what would you say? I, I think knowing him because, I mean, he is such a nice guy, but I think he's learning his lesson along the way. I say he's toying with the third party. I think he is, too. I think he's looking to see what the, how the Republican Party is going to handle this impeachment Senate trial, how they're going to respond to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's impeachment of Joe Biden. And um, and then he's going to make some decisions as well as take some, you know, listen to what some of the other you know people around him have to say. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week and wrap up this week, child. I got my Mega Millions. Where's my ticket? Right here. Rattle that on air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Uh, earlier in the show when I was giving you guys a coronavirus update, I forgot to mention that one of the other ways in which they haven't done right by the American people was telling them, reminding them about comorbidities and immune systems. And Almost I, never. Nev- they never do. And so that's one of the things that I talk about. They don't. This is clearly, if you don't understand now, it didn't understand before, they, nothing about these shutdowns had anything at all to do with your health. I boost my immune system. I focus on it. I actually started doing it before coronavirus. I've been doing it for over a year. I take Bounce in Nature. And it's completely changed my life. No joke. Go to balancingnature.com. They have free shipping right now, 35% off. Take care of yourself and be prepared for the fight ahead. Um, uh, Speaking of coronavirus and and the running for my stink of the week is Gavin Newsom. Let me remind you guys over the summer and earlier, he re-shut down everything, removed outdoor dining with a case count, and he based it on these ICU numbers, right? Oh, ICU capacity has to be X percentage, but then the twisted calculations he used were absolutely ridiculous. Now he's refusing to even give any ICU data, he says, because he doesn't want to confuse the public. This is tyranny going on in this country. So my other state, so that's in the running for stink of the week, but my overall stink of the week is the Republican Party because absolutely none of this would be going on right now if we had had a Republican Party standing up for us. It was the biggest mistake of Trump's presidency to allow for the shutdowns. But after the 14 days, we didn't have to be on this track. We didn't have to have this kind of tyranny continuing to go along because we have Republicans and state legislators around this country. We also have Republicans at local levels like a mayor here in San Diego who didn't do anything about it. My hero of the week is Marjorie Taylor Greene, a local gal working with, in her husband's construction company in Georgia who said enough is enough. She ran for office to try to be a part of MAGA and try to stop the tyranny going on in this country. And she is a fighter. And she filed articles of impeachment and um, had tip to her. And the, the big test of the Republican Party is the upcoming impeachments, the trial against Trump 
and her impeachment articles against Biden. You're here of the week in stink. My hero of the week is the Texas attorney general because he's been threatening to sue Biden and his administration over the deportation deportation freeze. And I think that's huge. My stink of the week's right up line with you. The Republican Party has done nothing, not in the election fraud, not in fighting against the impeachment. They've done nothing, not against the coronavirus. And if they think I'm wrong, change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Earn, you, you, you still want our votes? Then do something to earn it. In the meantime, I'm out. All right. And we're out tonight for the week. We'll be right back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Stay dry out there, San Diego, this weekend. It's going to be rainy. Love you all. Ah!